Hey y'all, I'm Kendallin. And I'm Brandy. And you're now tuned in to God and Lemonade. Hey y'all, we would love to connect with you. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at God and Lemonade and send your questions to details at GodandLemonade.com. Now let's get to the show. Hey girl, hey. Hey Ken. Hey Brian. How are you? Great, how are you? I'm doing amazing. Loving the weather. Just This weather is really shady. Oh, okay. Now you gotta start off negative. I'm oh. sorry. But I'm so just yeah, saying, it was like, shady. When? It was like 20 degrees the other day. Okay. Did you miss really? it? I did. I must have. How did you? Wait a minute. That was like, <laughs> what's today? Sunday. Yeah. Saturday. It was Thursday and Friday. Thursday and Friday? No, Wednesday and Thursday. Wednesday and Thursday? It wasn't 20 degrees. It was like 30, but that's not the point. Right. Oh, okay. Early morning. I do remember those cold days, but it was like amazing. I mean... Friday was beautiful. It was. This weekend's been really nice. It has been. Yeah. So, although it still says the temperature is a little low, it's still been... Really nice weather, I guess, because the sun is out. Yes, and maybe because I'm coming back from some fun in the sun. No. Yeah, maybe <laughs> the, maybe that's why your brain is like, right. it was? No, we were struggling <laughs> over here, okay? I needed to go to Chicago to buy a coat for Louisiana. Wait a minute, it wasn't that cold. Mm, it felt like it. <laughs> so where you been having fun in the sun? Uh, I went to R- Riviera Maya. Okay. It's like really close, like on the outskirts of Cancun. Okay. So you were in Mexico. I was in Mexico. Oh, that was been fun. It was. That was my first time ever being in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, retreating, uh, just bettering policies and processes with a dope group of people and just getting it right for the next year. Yeah, awesome. I really wish, you know, the state, okay, <laughs> would send the schools on a nice sunny retreat <laughs> to plan. That would be nice. Oh. Yeah. Well, while you were in Mexico, mm-hmm. I went to Dallas. Okay. I went to the Woman of Purpose Conference. Right. It was really good. I decided after attending the conference that attending conferences, like spiritual conferences, I would say, are a must like I need to attend two per year mm-hmm. like I we need to attend I think in general we need to you know do professional development yeah spiritual to development or you know spiritual mental like however you want to mm-hmm. align it but I think it's important to get away and like have those experiences I agree yeah, I agree it's a it's a value add to yourself mm-hmm. value add to the things that you are uh, pouring into or just like the people you're pouring into so mm-hmm. i definitely agree with that yeah my boss is like you're always going somewhere and i'm like first of all that's not true <laughs> but second of all i was like this is spiritual development like you need me to go here Sorry. so i can continue <laughs> right. to be a shining light for these cheering okay because okay? they want me to go somewhere else sometimes oh, no. <laughs> well um, you have been going a lot this year uh so it seems so 
Yeah. I guess being your boss, I probably would make mention of that too. Well, I mean, taking off, right. enjoying life. Look <laughs> right. at you, because you never take yeah. off. <laughs> never. But it was much needed. It was really good. Um, so the theme for this year's conference was Empower Her. Okay. Uh, and so her is that inner you that you forgot about. You know, that little girl who used to dream or that young adult that had all these ambitions and it just kind of got lost in life. Yeah. Uh, so it was so good. It really was like an A-class event. I was actually very impressed um, because my ticket was only $25. And when I tell you for only $25, <laughs> they did it. Uh, one thing that I took away um, is one of the sessions I attended and it's something that you and I have been talking about Um is money. So I went to a session and it was really about having financial freedom. And the lady that spoke to us spoke more from the stance of trading stocks is a way to gain financial freedom. Uh, I personally don't think I want to trade stocks, but apparently like it's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, And more and more minorities are getting into it. Uh, so that's not for me, but what I really appreciated, <laughs> I appreciated the conversation because we talk about this all the time, how, especially growing up, at least for you and I, yeah, there was nobody around trying to tell us about money. Correct. Like we knew how to spend it. Right. When we got it. Right. Yeah. Well, I, and I had to pay tithes. Like, that was, like, something that yeah. my mom was like, I don't care what you do, mm-hmm. but you make, once you get paid, you yeah. make sure you pay your tithes. Like, that was two things that were definitely instilled, like, how to spend the money, mm-hmm. but pay your tithes uh, as well. But never, like, a financial, like, you save this amount of money. You invest yeah. this this type of money. You Like, really how to be a good steward. Yeah. Right. And I'll say that too. My mom, like my first job in as a teenager was Chick-fil-A. Woo woo. I was I've <laughs> you always look like been, a Chick-fil-A worker. Right. I've always been, <laughs> you know, high class on the fast food. No. <laughs> um oh, but, meanwhile I'm low class on the fast food at McDonald's talking mm, about what you want. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know, I was like, hey, welcome to Chick-fil-A. It's a great day to eat some chicken. <laughs> um, but, no, my mom was the same way, like, pay your tithes. Yeah. But as far as anything else, there was no conversation. Like, right. I mean, she probably did tell me this. Girl, I don't really Did she tell me to save? I don't know. But I had a car. Yeah. So I needed gas money, you know, okay. senior stuff. Right. I mean, I ain't, I wasn't making that much, you know. So. That's <laughs> balling. Right. <laughs> So, I remember being in the fifth grade in elementary school, and I opened my first account, Mm -hmm. savings account at City National Bank. Mm. Um, That was here. So, my school started that foundation of, like, save your money, do this, do this. Um, But, you know, as a child, I was in fifth grade, right? So, any any little thing that I would get, I would definitely save it. But mm-hmm. as you grow older, I'm a teenager. Like you said, I got a car. I got friends. I'm trying to go to this school basketball game, this mm-hmm. school football game. I got to get my um, outfit together. So all of that saving mm-hmm. definitely went out the window or was blown right. on crazy stuff. Right. So, um 
definitely, definitely going to instill in my younger cousins, nieces and nephews, just the importance of saving and what that looks like, just the importance of, you know, being debt-free, like not getting student loans, if if at all possible. Mm, don't do it. Girl. Mm-mm. <laughs> it can hold you back, Lord. Mm. <laughs> not, you know, signing up for those unnecessary debts. Like, staying mm-hmm. on campus, like, it ain't the end of the world if you have to stay on campus. You don't have to go out and get that apartment if mm-hmm. you don't need it. Don't go out and buy that car with a car note. Can you buy a cash card? Like, making decisions like that that yeah. will eventually help you in your adult life to where you're not having to say, like, dang, I wish I would have or I wish somebody would have told me. Because mm-hmm. I'm always going to be like, I told you. Right. <laughs> And I think with time, I I think now we we definitely live in an era where we have a lot more access to information. Yes. So at this point, it's kind of like if you don't know, it's because you don't want to know. Uh, Because everything is at the tip of your fingers. You can Google anything you want to learn about. But I think our frustration has always been like we really wish somebody would have drove home just like the real like in-depth like you know loopholes <laughs> to <laughs> finances and things like that um because I, I do I will say my mom has always encouraged me you know in a way to like be smart with my money but it wasn't like education like if yeah. you invest in this or if you put money here or if you have like this type of savings account wor- versus like putting it in a bank savings account yeah like this will help your money grow yeah or the conversation of you know not to push everybody to be an entrepreneur, but, you know, have multiple strings of income. Right. Um, just those conversations Absolutely. so that we can be financially free. Like, you don't have to, like you said, have the hottest outfit. Like, I remember back in the day, girl, everybody had, like, an express credit card. Girl. Express was Guilty. a place. <laughs> That's you? Okay. Uh, express was a place to... Shop. shop right and people it's had that card uh not uh well i guess lane bryant too express lane bryant what was the other one banana republic yeah i'm not but i wasn't thinking about that one it was the like, limited yes mm-hmm. all those little stores i remember were so hot and everybody was like i'm getting a credit card you maxing it out to look cute but yeah. the problem is that you get a bill in the mail right and if you don't pay off that entire bill you incur interest Right, so then when you do get your little money, <laughs> you still have like you still don't have no money. Correct, and then don't let them fool you. Stay woke. You only plan, you only paying the interest. You ain't even touching the principal. Hmm. Stay woke. <laughs> so don't be out here paying minimum balances. Yeah, okay? I was in Target the other day, and the girl was like, "And I've had a Target card before in my life, mm-hmm. um, but I've been delivered." Um, <laughs> uh, I had one years ago, but the girl, you know, they always ask you like, oh, would you like to get a car? And I was like, nope. Right. Uh, same thing. I went to Old Navy recently. Mm-hmm. Would you like, to, uh, would you like to say, oh, they want to tell you, would you like to save right. 10%? Nope. If I can't pay this 10%, I need not be in here buying these outfits. Okay. Right. Um, and so the girl and I, I'm assuming she was a college student. We were just having a conversation about cards and i was like you stay away from cards right i was just like don't do it girl that's like the worst <laughs> i'm oh my gosh like the worst mistake ever getting yeah. a card in college like 
I didn't I didn't understand the the principle behind, you know, mm-hmm. just paying the minimum balance is not going to get you where you need to be. Just doing the minimum, but I mm-hmm. just felt like, oh, I got to have these jeans. I got to have these, this, this jacket. Or, and we don't know why, because this was before, really, like, it, social media blew up. So it's not like people could be like, "Oh, I saw you last week," and that's it. I mean, I mean, they I could personally, the now. right? They could personally see you in the same <laughs> outfit, but like, who? Ooh, girl, then it's the worst when you go to like an HBCU. Right. I don't know about any other HBCUs, but I know at the Southern University, oh, we Lord. had something called Pretty Wednesday. Uh, I really wasn't a participator. That's just not my style. I'm not like into fashion like that enough. And the fact that I had to walk anywhere, <laughs> I wasn't doing it in heels, right? right. But um, and obviously there's other fashionable shoe choices you could make but um you know Ken wasn't making them <laughs> right none of them um but pretty wednesday is all about just being super cute and being yeah. in front of the union and being seen and just spending money right pretty much so being from here definitely knowing about the southern university yes pretty wednesday uh-huh. we didn't have that in natchitoches but we did have days where just like I felt like every day on the yard, like in front of the union mm-hmm. with everybody there, you had to be your best. Yeah. We shouldn't have been. I shouldn't have been out. First of all, I should have been under the books in the biology lab mm-hmm. <laughs> just trying to learn what I needed to learn, which I was for the most part. But I guess that social aspect of me wanted to do that, hang out with my peers and, you know, be able to keep up with the Joneses and all that stuff. But all that did was just give me in a whole bunch of debt. That I had to pay off with once I graduated from college, because my mom was looking at me and I was looking at her. She was looking at me and she was like, "You got you graduated from college. These are your bills now." And I'm just like, "But mom, figure it out." Like I those student loans. Ooh, right. I can't. Yeah, I can't say enough. I'm leading the, the charge against. <laughs> Let me tell you, right? <laughs> student loans. Please, it's not. If you don't have to get them, don't get them. Like I, I am. You are not supposed to be envious, but I am definitely envious of my friends that did not have to go that route. Like mm-hmm. that, that. God is, bless you. Yeah, God now bless help y'all. Me. Can y'all throw me some money on mine? Hello. Okay. <laughs> I just like anybody, girl. So you know when I was in Kenya. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we went to Kenya, so I'm not going to say anybody's name just in Please. case, you know, the feds listening. Don't do it. <laughs> but I asked one of the guys, he, this a Kenyan, you know, he was telling us that he was all about computer science and stuff. I was like, mm-hmm. so you think you could hack into um, Sally Mae? Navi? You know, I had to tell him what it was. Um he ain't tell me really yes or no. I'm just like, blink, you know, <laughs> blink once. You really tell them what it blinks. Right, like, don't say it out loud. Just like, let me know. Like, you know, anybody out there wants to hack into the system <laughs> to make, you know, I won't be selfish. Not only mine, anybody's. Just make it all go away. Like, Okay, all, I wasn't even going to be selfish to say all. Just take half of it. Just <laughs> take, take every, half. No, take it all. Oh, Jesus paid it all. That's what I want to write on that check. <laughs> Jesus paid it all. Right, so Jesus paid I it all. So have to. don't owe y'all. Right. Okay. <laughs> They're gonna be like, so wage right. garnishment. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Coming for you with forever with a vengeance, and you can never get anything in life. <laughs> right. So the moral of this whole uh, rant like, is: yes. Lord. <laughs> do not basically, you know, learn about finances, learn about money. There are so many tricks and trades, yeah. legal tricks and trades to money. 
easy ways that you can grow your money. We're no experts here, but we're going to find an expert to come tell us um, how to just be better stewards of your money and how to be financially free and not feel like, I don't know, sometimes you feel like a slave to money. Right. Just like always thinking about it. Like, how am I going to get it? How am I going to get this? How am I going to get that? So, yeah. And especially in the day and age we live in now, information is at our fingertips. So, use your Googles. Definitely. Start somewhere. Don't, don't, don't fall into that instant gratification. Like, I got to have this. I got to have that right now. Right. It's, It's not even worth it, honestly. I mean, we're not, I'm not the first person to tell you not to go in you know, reward yourself for the hard work that you have done, but you don't have to do it all the time. And mm-hmm. you don't have to use all of your money to right. do that. So you don't have to become the, you don't have to be the cool person that always has a different outfit. How about you be the cool person that always has the same outfit? <laughs> right. <laughs> Start a new trend. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Just switch it up. Just switch it up. Have a couple of outfits. Right. Okay. Five. Uh, switch the pieces um yeah so i don't even know how we got there but there you are uh but today guys we just really wanted to talk to you about just a couple of things that has been going on um and the financial stuff has been on our heart i swear like every time we get together we're just like (gasps) finances uh so we definitely wanted to mention that Uh, Also, what's next? What's next? Today is just like a what's going on in the world kind of day because it's a lot. It's too much. It's too much. The next item on the agenda is our pastor video that we were. Yes, we were discussing. So I sent like the other day I sent Brandy this video of a pastor and some of you guys may have seen it. It went viral who basically called out a transgender. Well, we don't know if the person was transgender. We just know maybe they were, do they call it cross, like what is it called? If you He called it a drag queen on the video. Yeah. Well, but, basically it was a man dressed like a woman. So we yeah. don't really know what these quote unquote labels are. But the pastor called the person out to the aisle. Okay. Like he said, hey, you get up. And come to the aisle and pretty much just told the person that they were abomination. Like, don't come to his church like that. Go to somebody else's church. Right. And if anybody had a problem with it, he was going to call them out too. Right. Uh, what were your thoughts? Because, girl, like mm-hmm. I, oof, that was, I cannot believe the God that I serve mm-hmm. would ever want anyone to call out his sheep like that is i it's it's a way to do things mm-hmm. um and the bible or, tells us if somebody has offended us which i'm assuming that pastor felt offended yeah to speak to them privately correct i cannot believe this man called him out in front of the congregation and like shamed him right and it was even worse are the people that were in the congregation oh, girl, they, was, they was out of line <laughs> were amen in him and were like screaming and yelling like yes and you better tell it like that's really i i just want to know how long that person stood in the aisle like it seemed to be like you could tell in a video where he had stopped talking to the person that was standing out but that was a really long time and two minutes being publicly humiliated probably felt like an hour that it felt like when I was listening to the video and watching it, it felt like a very long time and that he was speaking directly to this person mm-hmm. and tearing him down or 
whatever. It, I just, I just cannot. But that's that's not love. Mm-hmm. I feel like you've lost a whole community of people because not only have you lost this person, but this person is gonna go and tell like what has happened to him mm-hmm. to other people, and that is a reputation of what that person believed is Christ or is Christ-like. And don't nobody, I don't want to be no part of that. Like, I would never want to be associate. want my God to be associated with that type of behavior. And from what that person has received or was told or felt while he was in that church, that's going to be his example of what God is. Mm-hmm. Hopefully not. I preferably is not. Maybe you know. Well, he he would just connect having a bad experience. Um, right. Exactly. I just have, <laughs> exactly. I just I don't even that video really upset me uh, because when you read some of the comments, a lot of it is, and that's why people don't like the church now. Right. First of all, I think I've already said this. You have to have a relationship with God enough for yourself to know what's the church and what's not. Right. And so while somebody say there's something doesn't mean there's something. Yeah. And so if we knew the difference, if we just didn't take everything at face value, then we wouldn't be so quick to be like, that's why people going <laughs> to run away. Okay. But that's not the church. That's right. not the church that God of the Bible is calling us to be. Right. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Girl. That's a hot mess. That was so, him. That was him in his own flesh and blood like that. But the people in there have the same beliefs. And, you know, I'm all about, I, I think as believers, we shouldn't sugarcoat what the Bible says. We shouldn't feel like something is off limits to speak about. Mm-hmm. But... Shaming somebody is not what God would do. Right. That's not what Jesus would do. Right. Um, I think if you're speaking from a biblical principle and you need to tell somebody about something, then you need to tell them privately. Like the way he did that could make that person go home and drink themselves to death. Right. You know, just kill themselves, period. Um, And I'm just like, wow, you don't even know what it took that person to walk in there. Right. And just because they're sinning does not mean that they still don't need God. Correct. Like, let's start there. <laughs> um, and I think for us, we've gotten to the point where just because you can openly see somebody sin, you think yes. it gives you the right to call them out. But what about all the people who sitting in church fornicating? Right. What about all the people sitting in church lying on their taxes and borrowing people's kids right. and claiming all this money? You better tell it. I'm just saying. That, that's that's right. a sin. We have, as a world, have come to believe that one sin is greater than the other. Right. Like, like mm-hmm. you don't. I don't hear you saying, hey, you, I know you lied on your taxes last year. Don't come to this church no more. Right. Hey, you, I know you got this little boyfriend that you having sex with. Don't come to this church no more. No, you know why? Because we want to give passes for stuff. It's okay to have a little sex here and there. Right. It's okay to lie. No, it's not. You know why it's not? <laughs> because if you claim to believe in the Bible as it is written, it says it's not okay. Right. Just like it says, you know, homosexuality and all these other things aren't okay. But don't think, don't get bold because you can see scene. it. Right, right, right. Trying to shame people. Right. Well, you've been probably cheating on your wife since you got Girl, married. Girl, you know I was about to say I'm that. I'm just he, saying. He, you don't look too long at a usher or a deaconess. I know right. You. you look like a shade. Anyway. Right. Like a shade tree pastor. <laughs> and it's very disgusting 
it is disheartening that these are people who claim to represent the kingdom. But again, we all have a responsibility as believers to study what's real right. so we'll know what's fake. Okay, fact check. Please, hmm. please. Like Girl, that. I was like, I want to fight this man. Like, how could you do that? Now, do I believe in this lifestyle personally? No. no. Right. But is that my business to that extent? No. All I can do, if I really felt like, oh my gosh, right. pray for them. If I felt like I needed to talk to them because God told me to, mm-hmm. talk to them privately. Yeah. I think, you know, if he's saying don't come to church dressed like this, if your church got a dress code because that's what they do now or something, then you could ask him to do that privately. I just think the way in which he was called out was wrong. Right. Now, unless this is not the first time they've had this conversation and old buddy, old pal just keep showing up, you know. Yeah. Then, but I still think you should say, please, you know, just escort them out. Like, you don't yeah. have to, like, put the scarlet letter. Like, that ain't right. It's not. It's it's a way to do things decent and in, 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 in order. Yeah. I just, I go back to the congregation that was there because I feel like we have been so desensitized to so many wrong behaviors so not one body not one body in that church stood up and said nah it's not right hopefully what really happened was we couldn't see somebody in the back probably was like holding their hand i just couldn't imagine right like what if that was your child that you gave birth to who started to lead a different life that you didn't necessarily believe in no, you don't believe in it, but you also don't want them shame like right. that. That's not because child. they have a feeling. They have feelings. And what if that person is struggling with what they're going through, but they don't know how to not be? You know what I mean? Like, it's just so many situations. At the end of the day, it really don't matter. <laughs> that was not for him to say that. Like, no, that was wrong. Way wrong. And now he has lost all credibility as a, an, an alleged pastor. Ugh. <laughs> I just can't. But we can't throw them. We can't throw them away. People like that, we have to definitely, definitely pray, pray for. Because you know why? We're going to get to the pearly gates. And guess who's going to be standing right there? <laughs> guess who? Guess who? I'm like, Jesus, you ain't wait for this. You did not right. You did not weep for this we man wept. to be at the pearly gates. Wept. Because I'm going to come in there with the W-E-P-T. Right. Well, you ain't wept for this, Lord. You didn't. Um... Hey, of course you have to pray for him, but I hope that somebody somewhere in the spiritual community right, called him. Mm. I told him over Sunday dinner that he was out of pocket. I yeah. hope at this point he has apologized, and I hope that he is changing the message that he's given to his congregation. Right. I hope so, too. I pray that it is the the outcome of that, and we're so quick. To throw things on social media, like I, I want the apology to be viral and publicly acknowledged. Right. Like I need just like you publicly shamed him, girl. You need to publicly apologize. That was just, I just can't. <laughs> but right, that's the world we live in. I guess it would have been made it a little better if you would at least heard some protests in the background. <laughs> like, right. no, stop it. Right. Don't say that. Everybody, yeah, that's right, pastor. Like, what? I'm in the same. <laughs> it's a church. I'm like, see, I don't know. Like, the, the Bible that I read, maybe I got the wrong one. I don't really know. I might. Mm-hmm. 
It's possible. <laughs> they got so many different translations. I could have the wrong one. I don't know. Okay. No. Ain't, ain't no Bible that we read and sing Stone him. That's even like the lady who they caught uh, messing around. Right. And that's when Jesus was like, who who in here? Who's right. without sin? Yeah, right. Cast the first stone. Please. Everybody was like, "Well, uh, <laughs> not I said hmm. <laughs> All right, since so you gonna put it like that, yeah. Let me bank head bounce on out this thing. <laughs> and then Jesus was like, "All right, now go on about your merry way and sin no more." Correct. Like people see people be thinking. I like that I get to use double negatives um, <laughs> here on this platform <laughs> and not speak correctly, but people yeah. you know think that. Like, sometimes, like, you're going to get a prize for, like, calling somebody's negative spots out. You're not, though. Right. Isn't that shameful? They thought, look, Rabbi. Like, they just really thought that they were coming right. to, like, show so, him something mm-hmm. that he was going to be like, and I cast you down, devil, woman, <laughs> never come back to this community. They really thought he was going to go ham, turkey, bacon. Right. And he turned around and looked at them and was like, are you kidding me? Right. This is what you Like, you really... Snatched her (laughs) and brought her all the way here to tell me that she was sinning. That's what you wanted to do? Like, I ain't already know. Right. You put her (laughs) on public display as you were bringing her all the way here to tell me that. And you thought, oh, you thought I was going to shame her. No, I'm going to shame you. Right. How about that? That's what we ought to start. See, that's what I'm saying. Somebody in the congregation should have shamed that pastor. Like, oh, okay. Let me call you out. Why are you pointing fingers? Girl. Ooh, okay, so anyway, the mm-hmm. point is, that was not God. If anybody yeah. was wondering, if anybody's seen it and was wondering, I hope that we all know yeah. that that person was, never mind, not that wasn't God. Lord, right. Lord, that we know. It's not. <laughs> yeah, so that was crazy. It's just hurtful to see stuff like that because I just think for me, like, I love God so much. I love Jesus, mm-hmm. like, and I know the true character. And so it's just sickening to have people just use it in vain. Yeah. Or just use it all willy-nilly saying, I represent the kingdom. No, you don't. Right. But That's why. Oh, go ahead. I was about to say, but we as a people have to know the word for ourselves. Like. That's why it's so important to to know what you know that you know that you know, mm-hmm. and not be led by these false prophets. Like mm. you can't you can't be out here trusting that your pastor what your pastor said is right. You gotta fact check. You gotta know that you know that you know. Like it's okay to put them through a vetting process. Correct. And then once you figure, all right, they align with the spirit, we good. But. I don't know. That's just a, this ain't a spirit, but that's a messy spirit. Because, you, you know, it was just like they were sitting around, probably been talking about the man all for months. Mm-hmm. You seen such and such come in here with that wig on, dressed like a woman. Shoot, I hope Pastor say something. Right. If he come back, I'm going to snatch it. <laughs> that's what the Pastor said on a video talking about he's going to be snatching wigs off. What? Wait, I missed that. He said what? that? Yes. Help him, yes. Lord. Did he, did he start feeling himself? Mm-hmm. Let one of them wigs catch you on the street. Who? A bunch of them wigs. They, they traveling packs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just saying. That's a whole man, though. And that's a young man. <laughs> You're you an older man. Them, them punches. <laughs> Never mind. This man was all the way out of pocket. That's oh, just the moral of the story. Okay. <laughs> we might be a little bit out. right okay forgive us all right moving right along yeah all right what's next girl on this list of what's going on child child 
John Gray. John Gray. John, first of all, <laughs> oh John. John. John Gray can't stay out the people's he mouths. Can't. He just, no matter what he do. But sometimes, when you got a, a, an anointing on your life, yeah. that's just the season you in. It is. Uh, I mean, I'm still side eyeing why he went to go sit down with that man. Right. Uh, but we we passed that. It's okay. Right. Some. I mean, that decision was like ah, but I still love you. But so recently, uh, I know you guys have probably heard this. Um, John Gray went on Sister Circle Mm -hmm. and did an interview. He was talking about his new book that he has out. And basically, the intranet, um, the (laughs) internet got wind of uh, about a 59-second clip. Okay, I don't even think it was one whole minute, girl. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> of a piece of his interview where he said basically that his wife endured more pain giving birth to him mm-hmm. than she did to giving birth to their children. And child, people were in a frenzy, girl. Girl, hurt just, just everywhere. They were in an uproar, child. That was a mess. They were like, how could he say that? I'm sick of the narrative that women have to get with broken men. And I feel like that was pretty much the gist of the yeah. the argument. Like, somehow, in that interview, he was saying, or giving permission to for women, maybe giving permission to men as well, giving permission to men to be broken yeah. and giving permission to women or hyping the fact up that, yeah, like, you a real one, like, if you stay with your man through him trying to get his life together. Yeah. And so I have an opinion on a lot of things. Most of it I don't share just because, like, for what, you know? And I have to make sure it aligns with the word, child, because I can't be out here talking about <laughs> I love Jesus and just be out here just talking crazy. <laughs> but um, for me, it was really important for me to find the entire interview because yes. I was like, I know that more, this is more than 59 seconds. Right. So I finally found the whole interview was like seven minutes mm-hmm. and 58 seconds or so. Yeah. And what he said was, is that when they got married, his wife had no idea and he had no idea either that he was as broken as he was. Correct. But being married tends to reveal some yeah. things in you, especially if you've been a person who had been single for a long time. Like, you and I have been single for a while. Right. So I can imagine that once we start to date, and especially once we get married, because um, especially if you're if you're Christian and so you're trying to date the Christian way, you will have, like, some moments, but you'll also have boundaries to your dating, right? Yeah. Um, so... I think for us, there probably will be a lot of things that come up that's like, huh? Yeah. So, I kind of like feel them on that. Right, absolutely. I mean, I wouldn't dare want somebody to pack their bags and lace up their Nikes and bust out on me because something (laughs) that I didn't even know deep, deep down inside of me has come out. Right. Because that person, my significant other, has saw something in me that I had. Right. That's that's a terrible feeling. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't dare want that. Right. And I think what he was what he was trying to say was because she stuck with him through that pain yeah. of him first of all uncovering 
that about himself and then have it, and then walking through that and what that looks like, he was going to honor her. Correct. He didn't say that I was broken when she met me. You know, she knew what I was getting into and she stuck with me till I got it right. right. Um, I just don't think that there's an argument to say that he was intentionally trying to promote this idea that it's okay for women to be with broken men. Right. But I think we have to be honest that none of us are perfect. Right. And although, like, you and I have had this time to get into a better headspace, you know, um, work on some insecurities and things that have affected us in the past, you know, it's a lot of stuff that we will not bring into a relationship, right? Correct. However... I'm sure there is gonna be some. There's gonna be some stuff, yeah, that you bring or that come up, and you're just like, I don't even know where this came from. Correct. So, and I think one of the things that he always says is like him struggling with being a father, a husband. Mm-hmm. Like, what does that look like? Um, and having to go and to walk through that, and because the strength of a woman, right. um, he was able to have that space to figure it out, and yeah. she didn't leave him. Correct. And so now for the rest of his life, he's going to live his days to honor her. And that's so dope. And he yeah. described her as his covering and mm-hmm. not lead. Mm-hmm. Like, I appreciate those words. Like, his covering. Because that's what a marriage is. Like, covenant. Like, mm-hmm. you cover me, I cover you. You're going to see things in me that I don't see in me. And I'm going to see things in you that you don't see in you. And we, through good, bad, ugly sad happy all of the the highs of the highs the lowest of the lows we gonna be there for each other because we love each other and we've taken these vows and we've taken them seriously so who is the social media public (laughs) who are they to say that this woman should pack her bags and leave her husband i don't even know that i saw stuff i don't even think i saw too many things saying that she should leave i feel like it was just more of an attack on what they were saying his messaging was. Like, what I was reading made it seem like the message is that women have to be the strong ones. Like, since when did women have to cover men? Let me tell you something. When when he said that she's his covering, yes, men are to cover women. Mm -hmm. Men, you know, cover their family. Mm -hmm. And I think women have a a special role in covering as well. When you think about the Proverbs 31 woman. Right. Now, she was amazing, okay? I'm just trying to be like <laughs> at least three. Uh, right. I'm just trying to I'm be like three of the things. Just three. But the big, <laughs> one of the big things that I took away from it, we read a book a couple of years ago that really broke it down, is that that your home is that place that you really take care of mm-hmm. and you make a place of sanctuary uh, for your family and you think about especially back in the day like it was the men who were out there working and going through the everyday stresses of life mm-hmm. and so then it's like when they get home they come underneath a roof into four walls and try to get their peace back mm-hmm. to be able to go back out into the world and do what they have to do every day so to me that's a covering your home covers you and as a woman in the bible days you know that was your responsibility. Right. Uh, and I guess most people now probably still have those traditional roles, at least where the woman is still trying to make, you know, a lot of people take pride in making their house a home and, and making it a space where your family could grow, where your husband can think cr- clearly, mm-hmm. where your kids can be creative. So 
I didn't even see an issue with him saying that she was a covering because I think he didn't have to say I cover her too because he wasn't talking about him. Yeah, he was right. talking Honor, about Honor. what she has done for him. Right. And I think, you know, this whole conversation can be had in friendships as well. Mm-hmm. You know, one day you might have, you know, you might need to cover me because mm-hmm. I'm down. And one day I might need to cover you because you're down. Right. I'm just, like, not understanding the problem. I mean, I just... <laughs> well, people going to find a problem in, right. in in everything, in every situation. And we just can't be a people that listen to a 59-second clip. Mm-hmm. We have to be a people that listen to the whole 7 minutes and 50, 58, 59 seconds of mm-hmm. however it is to get the full story. You know, we like that instant gratification. So, mm-hmm. if... The shade room shows, you know, they fifty eight seconds of something. Right, of him saying something. We just it must be true. Correct. We going with it as opposed to going to find this information ourselves to see what what was what was what was the context behind this. Why would he say that? Mm-hmm. Why, why if if in in the event that he did say that, why what question was posed right. to make him say that? Like nobody thought to do that. Right. And then people were like, Oh, and they were just laughing. Now I heard laughing, but I only heard laughing when he made a joke. Mm-hmm. So he would talk and you know, I don't know if you listen to John Gray, but not you, but like you guys out there. <laughs> um, to know like how he speaks, he'll be saying something serious and say a joke, joke. in the middle of All it. Right. So, there was only, like, a couple of times in this interview where I heard laughter, and that's because he made a joke. Yeah. And the joke really wasn't even on his wife. It was something he was saying about him, and that's when they laugh. But when you read the comments, it's like, yeah, and then they're out there just laughing and kiki and high-fiving him up, like, and we should not be doing that as women. I'm like, come on now, y'all extra. (laughs) Like, that's not even what happened. And I, I don't know. I just... I think that anybody who has a platform, and unfortunately in this day and age, we all have a platform. Because if you have social media, that's a platform. There's somebody uh, reading your messages, looking at your pictures. And so, therefore, that's some type of influence. And so, I think before you open your mouth to say something, you need to be a little bit more responsible of what you're saying. And that means knowing what you're talking about. Now... If you still listen to his whole interview and still felt like, oh, that's not cool. She had to go through that. No, it's not. But that's their story. Right. <laughs> it is what it is. Right. It's, it's you know, I, I just think the whole idea of saying that he was promoting something was false. Yeah. Um, and this idea that women can't cover a man. I think any married person or anybody who's even been in a relationship. Right knows there are times and I think men and women just have different strengths right like there are some men out there who may be a little more sensitive and a and take things a little harder yeah so if you're in love with that person do you not cover them do you just you know look for the the <laughs> man man the type a like you know is that what you, I don't understand yeah but I also think that if you're I, I definitely think those who have a Christian influence should speak in all platforms and not be so offended when people don't agree with what you said. Yeah. There are levels to understanding. Okay. 
Yes. And everybody's not going to have the same one. <laughs> and I was laughing because, you know, we were talking about John Gray's wife. Oh, like, yes. she be going hard. Mm. Ma'am, <laughs> stop trolling these people. <laughs> For but what? She, she had to get her point across, girl, because she was like, they will not come for my husband and not come for me. And what I have done are covering over one another. I I feel like in this situation, I probably would have spoke out too. I might not speak out, out on a lot of things, but this one, mm-hmm. yeah, you're going to have to know. Yeah. I think sometimes though, like in, a, in an attempt to get your point across, you still don't get your point across because you're dealing with people who don't even like, they don't even look from the same lens you look from. Yeah. And so I feel like in such a public platform, are they really going to be like, no, I understand. Especially when <laughs> no. you talk about people who have different philosophies. Right. No, absolutely. So if you're out here dealing with somebody who's like, I'm a feminist, forget me. I don't say the feminists say forget men, but like, let's say they're a feminist and they're like, <laughs> forget men and don't do this. Then they might not. You know, no matter what you say, it's yeah. not like it's going to have them be like, yeah, I feel what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but nobody's ever going to admit that. Nobody's ever going to. No no troll that was under the comments of his message saying that he was wrong and he's promoting this behavior. It's under her, it's under her comments saying, oh, you right, sis. I'm sorry. I do apologize. I went too far. Nobody's ever going to admit that. Right. And I think, too, what I find interesting is that, I don't don't know, I I just, I think we just have to be careful of what conversations we start. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like it's been two or three days of this, and it's not even like, this is fake news. (laughs) Because half of the people commenting have been with men that they had to cover. And who was doing, who trying to figure themselves out, shoot. Or vice versa, I'm sure men have been with women we're trying to figure themselves out so we over here starting an argument about something that we already know is going on meanwhile we could be talking about what's happening in this georgia governor's election stay woke what was happening okay because first of all how you gonna be the secretary of state how you gonna run the race how you gonna run your own race how houseway Stay woke, see? But that's that's what they want you to do. Get <laughs> right. and complain about all this other stuff. Meanwhile, they slipping stuff right underneath right. people's noses. Right. <laughs> now, I will say, I heard that she had a little back and forth with Derek Jacks, which he's like, I'm guessing, like, he just tries to empower women to be better. I don't know that I've, I feel like mostly women follow him. Yes. Which is the problem. It's like you have strong women who have a voice for women, and then you have strong men who have a voice for women. Right. Like, <laughs> where is the men that have a voice for the men? Right. Like, who's telling the men something? Who are the men listening to? Like, if I was a man, and I'm obviously everybody has different callings in their life, but I just don't see enough men out here selling books to men. And I think that was something somebody said <laughs> too. Um, in regards to who's talking to the men. Yeah. Like, that's a real question. Now, I do appreciate, you know, insights to, like, the guy code and what you should look out for. But we really wouldn't need those insights if somebody was just helping these men be men. Mm. Okay? Preach. Hmm. What a dad is it? That's what another story, but I'm just saying. <laughs> um, what a community is. Where, I mean, huh, where did the community yeah. go? Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I think... Basically, with that situation, it was just taking it was taken just to a level it didn't need to be. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
That's how we got in the latest stuff that made us be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> now on to some um, positives. Yes. Happy, thankful, cheerful, grateful news. It's Thanksgiving, King. It's Thanksgiving week. Gobble, Giving gobble. week. Yeah, yeah, I miss yeah. being in school, you know, grade school, because this is the week. Oh, wait. Probably last week because we would be out of school this week. Yes. Last week we colored turkeys and we talk, <laughs> we talk about that lie of a story. Of <laughs> Girl. What a Native American said. Right. What is it? Girl, my favorite. <laughs> I'm about to go find the Adams family. I don't know which one it was when they went to camp. Wait a minute. And they did the play with the pilgrims. <laughs> And the Native Americans, and they had a whole like situation at the little happy camp. That was like the funniest thing ever. When they were like, "No, you stole." <laughs> yes, <laughs> say it, Adams family. True. Right. Yes, that this was hilarious. Stolen. Everybody should watch that this week because that was funny. I'm gonna definitely go find it. Yeah, um, but yeah, this is Thanksgiving week. Oh my gosh, what are you thankful for? Um, everything. Awesome. I really am. I mean, I feel like I probably say this all the time or said this before. I'm just really thankful for life, like having another opportunity to do life, Mm -hmm. having another opportunity to grow closer to God, connect with people, just be here on this earth in general. It's just such a blessing to have relationships um, with dope people and you know, this world is not our home. Yes. Uh, so it's like a little vacation. Thank uh, you, Father. Before you get your new body. Yeah, my new, new body. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I'm just thankful for life, man. And my parents just still being here. That's awesome. Uh, I, I'm just, yeah, I'm just happy to be alive, girl. It's so many things. I'm just thankful, like really thankful for everything. everything. Yeah, just to sum it up, yeah, me too. In like a new, in a new way. Yeah. Like I, I think when I was like younger and like a teenager and a young adult, it's like okay, it's Thanksgiving again. Everybody, go, do you go to dinner? So they say everybody yes, go around. Go around. I be trying to miss that part. I'm, I'm gonna show up at five o'clock to one thirty dinner, okay? Because y'all still going around the table. I'm hungry. Wait a minute. Somebody fix up late now because she is out of control. Y'all know how Black Thanksgivings go. Don't play. Right. First of all, nobody shows up on time. Nobody. Let's start there. Because we got. I don't want to go around the table. Right. <laughs> then they they make sure they get you low skipping. Everybody say something you thankful for. When in reality, we should honestly be thankful for everything. Because um, at the end of the day, it's all going to work out for good. Absolutely. I'm most thankful for, not most, but I'm especially thankful for this year is Thanksgiving break. Hallelujah. <laughs> Wait a minute. You know what? Thank you, Lord, for sending me on a journey to be a school counselor. And we get all these breaks. Because let me tell you, I got plans mm. for this break. All right, now. It don't involve nothing. <laughs> that ain't it doesn't funny. involve thinking. It doesn't involve <laughs> Uh, getting dressed it doesn't it just don't you know i'm just i probably want to do my hair Girl, until thursday that's real serious but i'm gonna try to throw out the idea hey y'all want to do like a pajama thanksgiving <laughs> Wait, i'm just saying you know they tried it in my office uh <laughs> really <laughs> yes because i tell everybody just you know it's a short week you know let's just you can be casual or jeans like mm-hmm. get comfortable it's like can we have a pajama day uh you tried it no what if you have to go out in public? What if we have to see a client? You gonna go in your pajamas? 
try again. Yes, we like our office is celebrating. That's too comfortable. That like if y'all dress it up because no. we do that at school. We have I don't ever wear pajamas to school just because one. Never mind, but the point is. All right, they their pajamas are supposed to be worn. And inside. I'm not, I can't wear, I'm like not going to go out and buy pajamas I don't wear in real life, yeah. too. And like, I don't need these kids to see me in pajamas. <laughs> like, I don't want them to even think about what I might look like in pajamas. <laughs> I just want you to see me in my dress at all times. That's it. <laughs> with a ruler. <laughs> right. What you doing? Get your life. <laughs> right. Get your life. Girl, I had a whole rant with a student. I'm extra. I know this about myself. <laughs> Girl, I done told the student, all your mama is trying to do is ensure that her only seed is more successful than she is. Her only seed that she carried for nine months, then pushed out, raising by herself, out here going to a dead-end job she don't like for you. And you can't even turn your homework in, bro. Ain't you smart? What are you What are you doing? What we got to do? I believe you told this shot everything you just said. I, I know you did. 100% did. I know you did. I wish I could have been a fly on the wall. He probably was looking like, man, this Elvis make me sick. <laughs> he actually, he was like, first off, because we had several conversations. The first thing I did when I walked into him, I said, you know, I love talking to you, but I'm tired of talking to you. Like, he was like, yeah, likewise. I was like, well. <laughs> if you do right. <laughs> well. I was like, bruh. Like, we've had so many conversations. Right. Like, his mom will look at his grades and she'll call me and she'll be like, I don't know what's going on. Like, he's actually super smart. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm talking about, like, killing state tests. Not killing the classroom. <laughs> right. Because he's lazy. Super lazy. And so we always had these conversations. And he, so this time he was like, okay, so can I go to class? Now, no, you're not going to class. You're going to the media center. Okay, so can I go there now? No. no not until talking. I finish talking. <laughs> right. Matter of fact, you're just going to stay with me all day because I got a whole lot right. of unload. Right. I was like, you could walk to get to the media center. You don't have to walk me. Yes, I do. Hey, he was really trying to get away. Girl, he was, <laughs> ooh, he was tired of. Oh, child. I just like, are you going to do this work and do it right now and let me know when it's submitted? Are you going to get this work? Okay. Right. I'm playing with you your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Only till you turn like 18 and graduate. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, the point is, I, I'm just excited and thankful for just everything and excited to be out of school and just ready to just like decompress and come back with energy. Yeah. Until Christmas break. All right. That's two weeks away after yeah. after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they just need to make it like three weeks all together. Because yeah. you come back and you be like, Ugh, here we go again. Um, <laughs> but for you. Yeah. So I'm just excited. I was trying to get like so much done and accomplished this weekend, which mm-hmm. I've gotten a lot accomplished. But I so I can be like you and enjoy my mm-hmm. break. But that doesn't seem like it's going to happen. I'm probably going to be doing some work and doing some little things but it's cool i'm not like stressed out about it like last week if you would have come to me like i was really stressed and like i was like oh my gosh this month is almost over and like usually not usually every november is like my month to recap reflect just redirect set goals like i'm doing that in the month of november for the next year Mm -hmm. um so just having all those thoughts and just like day-to-day things happening it was just like too much of my life girl I was just like Ooh, when is this and it's already it's like what two weeks before the end of the month right <laughs> uh, I haven't I haven't done what I needed to do so I was struggling but I'm in a good space right now I feel like I've gotten most of the things that I wanted to get accomplished accomplished and if I have to work through this week that's so be it but for Christmas hmm. I 
Y'all got to find me in the daytime with a flashlight. I'm telling you, I'll be under somebody bed sleep. Girl, <laughs> like, I'm just, don't even get me started on Christmas. I might cut a hole in the foundation and go under that yes, <laughs> to do that. go away. That's like, how I be sometimes. You tired, child. Yes. Yeah, well, we want you all to have a great holiday season. Yes. Try to find the happy in something. Because I know... For all of us, it's not a happy time of the year. Right. Uh, right. But try to find the happy in something. It's such a blessing just to be walking this earth. And although things aren't perfect, we can still say thank you for something. So, you know, for those of you that may not have family to spend it with, Friendsgiving. Yes. Make sure you go just be in community with somebody. Uh, don't be alone if you don't have, I mean, unless you like me, you just want to be alone like, up until the last <laughs> minute. All, don't, don't let her fool y'all. She's not going to be alone because ain't nobody <laughs> letting her do that. I mean, not for like Thanksgiving, but every other day. All right. Right. Um, but for me, it's just because like, I'm excited to like Netflix and chill with myself. <laughs> <laughs> but like, don't be upset, yeah. you know, and be alone. Like yeah. get out, call somebody. I have some friends here who always remind me, like, you know, we live in the city. Like, you can just call us if you ever want to hang out. But sometimes we get so used to our routine that we don't reach out to people. Mm-hmm. So I would encourage you, reach out to people. There's a, hey, are you in Baton Rouge? You need somewhere to go. I'm not even going to my own house, but you can come with me. Okay. You see, I just invited you somewhere else. Don't worry. But yeah. Uh, let, <laughs> right. Let, your house. Right. let us know. We don't want you to be alone. We don't want you to be sad. Um, yeah, and that's it. Just enjoy it. Yeah. That was some pretty great advice. I never think, I didn't think about people not enjoying holidays until we had a death in the family last year during the holidays. So I'm just like, oh, yeah, gotta be more intentional about, you know, making sure everybody's good and that there, yeah. this, when everybody is thankful for things, you have some people that are, you know, like, oh, why me? Why have, mm-hmm. I have to searching my parents. to find yeah. something to be thankful yeah. for. Yeah. So. Be intentional. Yeah. Just if nothing else, be thankful thankful that you're breathing. Yes. And know that as long as you are, good. Gots to come around the corner at some point. Yes, y'all will. This trouble don't last always. Hmm. All right, y'all. Well, have a good holiday again. And until next time. Remember, God is in the details. <laughs>